they look at the easiest options in front of them like entrepreneurship or I start doing mentorship programs or I you know start selling shit like it's crazy but yeah I saw your uh saw your article on LinkedIn the recent one you posted I kind of want your uh want your opinion on that and like what drove you to writing that right so you know i i kind of wrote this article on why minorities shouldn't be afraid to do entrepreneurship or kind of go into business and to me it's really really important that as a whole demographic that you know hispanics um you know anyone really that not just hispanics but anyone Mm -hmm. that maybe isn't being represented um as the united states should be in the corporate world or even just building a business um so you know i I was really fortunate as i've said before in in the podcast that I, I kind of grew up seeing that role model kind of growing up, kind of seeing that what happens if you work hard and you come to the U.S., you can build mm-hmm. something out of yourself. And I'm not going to say it's easy for everyone because it's not. Some scenarios just don't allow for that. But I think what you see a lot in the, you know, in, in neighborhoods where it's primarily minorities, there's no financial literacy. And it can kind of be like this hole that's just increasingly getting lower, right? Because your parents right. don't know how to manage finances. Mm-hmm. You know, your parents maybe go out every weekend and you see that and you think that's fine. Right. I think those are habits that we kind of pick up from our parents and they can definitely, you know, hinder our, our progress when, you know, you have, let's say, a, let's say a white friend who his dad works for a big oil company. Right. And, you know, he's financially literate. He's talking about, you know, hedge funds. and He's talking about, you know, ETFs mm-hmm. and how you should it's invest like here. Or table conversations. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like those are way different conversations. And, um, you know, even though my dad has like a business or whatever, mm-hmm. um, it, we never talked about those things. So that's all self-taught, right? You have to kind of put the initiative right. in. You have to say, hey, like, I want to be financially literate. I mm-hmm. want to understand what people on Wall Street are talking about. I want to read the Wall Street Journal and exactly. understand the terms. And I don't want to kind of, in a way, I don't want to say ignorant, but not be fully exposed to everything in the world. Because I think if you know, you, you really take self-education as something that you do consistently. Mm-hmm. You watch, you know, documentaries, you read books, whatever, like read articles. Yeah. It can really benefit you in the long term because you're able to have that dialogue. And I know definitely when I learned those things about, Mm -hmm. you know, just understanding what a hedge fund does and why it's important and why this one guy came out of Harvard and founded a $10 million, billion, you know, hedge fund from scratch. Like, that's so impressive to me. And I just think some some people in these neighborhoods where you're not talking about finances, Mm -hmm. you don't even know what that that even means. You can't fathom Yeah, they don't have any concept of Mm -hmm. what you're... um, or what that means but i'm glad that you wrote that article and brought it up because it's a very it's a very powerful thing to promote that kind of positive uh energy mm-hmm. towards people that may not be inclined or even interested i feel like the lack of conversation uh leads them to not being interested i i completely agree with you and you know what you're saying like that lack of, of um just that lack of conversation mm-hmm. it's kind of this hole that you're in right because you never learn it so you can't ever get out right if you're not being educated on a topic you're just not going to get out like, you're not even going to know if you like it or not no, exactly if you've never heard about it what's what's having so much money you can pay for rent five years there's some people who literally have that in their account they're fine and then mm-hmm. you have some people who are paying paycheck to paycheck and you can't even really blame them Right, because they're so busy on trying to survive right. that they're not out here trying to acquire skills that they think can help mm-hmm. them out 15 years. And yeah, and I think just the underlying problem isn't just not understanding finances; it's not being patient. Right, building right. real wealth through, let's say, real estate, mm-hmm. or you know, having assets like um, building something, or just really having a lot of stock or whatever it may be that you have your asset category in. Mm-hmm. 
it's not an easy game. It's a game where you can lose a lot of money. You need to be ready to lose 100%. money. But it's also where you can consolidate your wealth instead of spending it. And obviously now in pop culture, it can be very difficult to do that when maybe you have a friend yeah. who makes less than you, but they're spending $10,000 and people think, wow, they're much more successful. It's like, it's not just the, the social pressure, but it's an mm -hmm. insecurity that's underlying. I mean, I agree, man. Like I have enough money to buy a new car, but I have a freaking 2016 Malibu. Right. Like it's not cool, right? I mean, like, it's a car though yeah it's a car exactly so. that's my point i have a car that's okay and like i don't need a mercedes or whatever right i just need yeah. to make sure that that the business is doing well and i'll be happy and then later i can cash something when i'm way older because i don't even need that right now yeah, that's a very very uh mature perspective because i've seen a lot of people that you know the minute they start making a little bit amount of money they mm -hmm. they go and get the nice things yeah and then they wonder why there's no progression why they're stuck where they are and why they can't actualize their dreams and desires mm -hmm. like i i'm not going to name these people right but right, I, right. I, i've had a few close friends that i felt like their priorities were um like skewed mm -hmm. yeah a little bit because they they had the they had the goals and the dreams to become something but they're also spending x amount of money on unnecessary things like right. cars and mm -hmm. stuff and it's like you know where where does that line come because obviously if you can afford a nice car you want to get the nice car mm -hmm. but i feel like it's so difficult to take a step back and invest that money into your goals and your dreams 